what you're doing is not going to work out. It's not going to be good for you. It's not There's stable. There's no value in There's, it. You're not going to make money. Right. Why are you wasting your time with this when there's this guaranteed path over here that if you just do X, Y, Z, you're going to be fine. But if we've seen anything since 2008, there's no such thing as a guaranteed path. There's no such thing as if you get this degree, you're going to be successful. That just isn't a thing. Right. And now, I mean, when we were going through school, taking those tests, trying to figure that are supposed to tell you what you're going to be best at. (laughs) YouTube didn't exist. Twitter didn't exist. Being able to be flexible and work. The internet wasn't even the internet we know and love today. No, it was nowhere near. We couldn't even picture this kind of future for ourselves. Right. And so, if you're constantly working in this realm of I don't know what's possible, Mm -hmm. and you sit there and say, "Well, I'm going to just do." everything that I feel moved to do, people are just going to look at you sideways. And unless you've got a solid foundation and people who can support you to do that, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. And it's only now, at 32 years of age, that I finally feel like I can do that, even though I've had all the support in the world. Mm-hmm. My parents did not bat an eye when I said I wanted to get a degree in fashion design. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still didn't think that my life would turn out like it did, but a lot of us right. were in that same situation in 2008, graduating into a recession and not realizing that you ain't getting no job. Right. Right. <laughs> right. No, I guess for me, um, some of the things I want to do are not as cohesive and connected. Like, and while I'm comfortable with it, I can see a lot of people being like, okay, this don't even match. Like, you want to Okay, so you got what do you want to do? So I'm a civil engineer. I got this degree. It costs a lot of money. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, I can't. Do I really just like abandon that um, completely? Because I do love, um, I love construction. I love being on construction sites. I love managing projects. I still, for me, from a community aspect, want to still be a project manager that's embedded in the community and making projects happen in and around where I live. I feel like my skill is an asset um, with that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have like these other more niche things that I love doing. I mean, I love wine. You know, I, 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 I do. Um, and just kind of lifestyle branding. I'm very, very um, interested in that just because I do have a wide range of things I like to discuss, speak on. I'm a mom now. I just would really like to bring all of that stuff together in one space where I could discuss with folks, provide informal resources to, to people. That's like the type of thing that have nothing to do with managing a project. Right. But I would love to do them. I would love to be able it to. So uses those skills. It, it absolutely does. I mean, it absolutely does. But I mean, they don't. I wouldn't necessarily mix the two, I guess is what I mean. So I am kind of creating my own pathway for those together but I have kind of set things I could do in in both arenas right. but I just want to know like so Brittany for you mm-hmm. what are you doing to kind of bridge the gap between okay this is what I originally set out pursuing in the name of you know I gotta be an adult make money mm-hmm. to, <laughs> you're, you know what I mean like to, well, okay. to where you are but 
right now. Like, that. Okay. Before you answer that, why are we so concerned about making it all fit together? Like, why are we so concerned about finding a way to bridge everything and make it all make sense? When maybe that's not necessarily the so way. So that you have your own direction. So not even making it make sense to somebody external to you. So I need to, I have my idea. So it, to me, it's important to have an idea, but also work on the execution part of it, mm-hmm. of making that thing come to fruition. So I'm, I'm talking about building bridges that way, not even like, oh, this needs to make sense to somebody outside right. of the niche I'm trying to um, appeal to. Like, I, I, I could care less. I, I feel, really feel like everybody has their ideal customer avatar that is going to connect with what they're doing and, you, you know, your tribe will, will, will come. You don't have to kind of market yourself to everybody or anybody. You just kind of make it happen. But from what you want to do, what are the what's the framework and the groundwork that you're kind of putting in place to make that happen? Well, you I, guess what I'm, I guess what I mean is not necessarily other people because you know, <laughs> but when you talk about well, I do civil engineering, but I'm also interested in wine, and I don't really know how these things come together. Uh, for me, they don't have. They to. don't I was have to. Say, like, yeah. Don't have for to. me, they I don't have to. Say, like they don't have. Oh to. no no no! I'm with yeah. you on that. They, yeah. my, they don't. They don't have to. That's yeah. for me. Okay. I, 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 and I don't think that they should. Honestly, because no, people who right. know you in that space will know you in that space for that thing, and people who know you in this space will know you in this space for this thing. And I feel like. Some people get tripped up on trying to make it all make sense. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, just, I just want to know how to get from A to A to Z on both of them, creating a path that way. Not that, oh, these things make sense have together. To go together somehow. Right. Yeah. Right. And for me, like just to even go way back to when I was younger and when I used to, I guess, want to, want to sing and wanted to be an artist and want to do all the mm-hmm. other things. For me, I've always had the understanding that everything I wanted to do would kind of fit I don't know if I was always consciously aware of that, mm-hmm. but everything I've wanted to do has never not been able to go together. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily because I, I guess, needed to go together. It's just the way it worked out. Because I felt like if I am able to build this platform for myself, I'm able to help other people, and helping other people is also something that I want to do. Right. And so I'm like, okay, so they just build on each other. You know, I really hate admitting that I like to help people. I'm sorry. <laughs> you do though. <laughs> You're actually really you, good at you actually doing a lot. But I do. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. I really hate that because I do really like to help people. I do. I can't stand people. I cannot stand people. <laughs> but I do want them to be okay. Feedbacks. It's like it's like Big I don't really want to invite you over to my house. Are you are you good? Like that's yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I'm gonna make sure that's the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. And I feel like through everything I've done, I have in some way made that a part of what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it was in law enforcement, when I was, when I was in law enforcement, or when I used to work in sales and that kind of thing. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I see this running thread. But whenever I look at my past and my history, I've never had a concrete understanding, but everything I've done has leaned more towards the arts, more towards performance or design or creation. Mm-hmm. And literally, how I picked my degree was I put everything I was interested in in a hat and I pulled, but I'll be satisfied with whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was fashion design. And I was like, cool, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But also in that same hat was being a veterinarian, being a lawyer, being a professor. There's so many different things that I 
I'm genuinely interested in and enjoy. And I know that some people will say, well, it doesn't really matter that you're interested in all of these things. Mm-hmm. You need to pick one thing and pick that one thing and be very good at that thing. And it could be something that you're passionate about or something that you're just whatever about. Mm-hmm. But you pick that thing and you're good at it and you will go far. You will have success. And there is something to be said about that. Yeah. But I also know that's not how I operate. I'm not sure if that's a um, if that's a thing that I should be more concerned about because maybe I would be farther along or more satisfied with my achievements if I had just picked something and just stuck with it. I do see my peers that I graduated with in the industry doing the same, and I look at them and I. One of my very good friends, and she's doing quite well for herself, and I'm so proud of her. I said, you know, I look at what you do, and I'm so happy for you, and I think I would be miserable doing that. That's real. And I am shocked because... That was all I wanted. That is all I wanted. Me at 19, you could not tell me nothing. And this is for somebody who wasn't sure about what she wanted to do, but once I decided, sure, I'm going to do this thing, I went at it. Yeah. Whole... Like, 100%. Uh-huh. And now I'm sitting there going, I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, you couldn't pay me enough to do that job. It's just, and I wonder about it. I wonder about, is, am I being fickle about things? No. Uh, no. But I think that's part of it. I think that's part of feeling like you have no path is because when you do switch like that, or you have maybe some ambivalence, and maybe that's kind of what you were, uh, you know, alluding to before, the idea of having a path, and there must be a path. We right. talk so much about the path. really kind of keeps us from being able to evolve in a natural way. I think, you so. know, it does. Like, because even though it doesn't matter how many times they tell you, it's not a straight path, it's jagged, it's going to have <laughs> an obstacle course on it. No, it doesn't matter like, how they paint it for you. Right. You really still have some expectation of, I'm going to have a... Um, some some type of sense of where I should be going, and an idea of what my end point is. When your end your right. your end point might be completely different by the time I know mine. I know mine is for sure. You yeah. know, so I don't know. maybe the, the idea path is supposed to have ups and downs. I had a lot of downs. That's what I'm saying. I don't think the path is supposed to be anything. 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 Right. Well, that's the end of this podcast. you whenever you present such a good argument and 
they said you have a great way of work. So, I mean, when you're not drinking. And so, if you could... <laughs> I did not do that. Find a way <laughs> to, to um, use that. And I think I would make a damn fine lawyer. I looked at it, and I was like, that job, doing that work, I could not. I just could not. I'd, I'd have to spend my lifetime finding my niche. I know I would before. And I'd probably end up helping people in some in some way. I mean, in a way, that's a way you could use a For a lot of stuff, I think, like, I don't know. But I, I think would, everything should be for helping people. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. But I feel like I'm a lot of law, and I also got a lot of medicine. Whew. Particularly therapy. And I can see that, because I do end up being like a quasi-therapist to people, but Mm-mm. I just don't. I'm getting out of that business. I can't anymore. <laughs> yes. Like, no, it's, it's not healthy for me to, um, but I think if I did, I would become a therapist that would help people suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome, whether they stress Because, you know, 
to give you, people only give you so many things to be. Right. And all of them must be the most respectable of yes right. professions and you know no trades of course which is not no realistic. Because <laughs> so many not. plumbers making so much bank. Right. And I was like, right. you know what? Maybe I need to go learn a trade. Right. Like low key, not even not even joking. Cause no, but first, shout out to tradesmen. Right. But um. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know it was, like, you know, a toss-up. I didn't yeah. even know what school I was going to be going right. to until, like, months before I was, you know, right. you on, know, on my way. apply to more than one school. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was, like, like, more or less my situation. It was just yeah. kind of, like, life was happening. See, with me, it was kind of a little bit of both mm-hmm. of, of what y'all said, except I didn't realize until much later that I was going down a road that had already been laid out for me. Are you for real? Yes. I knew. I didn't. No, I didn't. Because because what I wanted to do was kind of kind of in line with what everybody expected of me in a way. And so I was like, okay, well let me just let me just go to school and go into creative writing, blah 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 blah. Went into it, was bored. It's sitting in like literature classes and things like yeah. that. I was like, I don't need to be taught this because this is what I do on my own every day. Right. So I don't need to be taught that. So, um, so sitting in class every day and having to just listen to all these. It wasn't the vibe for you. It, it was not. And it, it did not work out for me. And all my grades and all my English classes came easy as, mm-hmm. as expected. And I got bored. And then one, I, I, I think I wanted to change my major and then didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so it was like once I decided I kind of wanted to pull away from that, I didn't really know. You didn't have anywhere else to fill, no. like, like land. No, but it was interesting because I, did, and I ended up changing schools three times. Right. And but the, thing, the thing that I think is interesting is I took a psychology class and I really liked it. But I didn't even think to maybe, like, maybe go into psychology. Right. right. It wasn't even, like, a thought. Mm-hmm. And then once I graduated, I got older. Yeah. <laughs> I get older and then I, I decided, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go into life coach. It took me uh, move across country and a hundred thousand hmm, dollars right. to find out that I didn't want to be in the industry like that. Yes. Right. So I don't know. I mean, uh, but I could very much see. I mean, just some background. We've known each other for almost twenty years, mm-hmm. the three of us. Correct. And I have seen both of them go through these things. They've seen me go through things. With Brittany in particular, your whole situation, your parents have dictated so much of what it is you could and could not do from the day I knew you all the way through that it was no surprise to me. I think with anything, when you decided that you were going to leave school Mm -hmm. and try something different, Mm -hmm. that was why. Oh, oh, (laughs) y'all, when I went to Florida, Mm -hmm. that was like a nightmare for every, it was a nightmare for really? me, really? also, oh yeah, I was getting calls like weekly, like when are you coming home? You need to go back to school. The thing was, and I, they knew this, I was planning to transfer to a school in Florida. Like me and my roommates in Florida were all talking about, okay, we're going to stay here, we're just going to finish college here. Uh-huh. But it was like, it was just not, not cool for me to do that. They were still oh, calling. Oh, really? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Education. Like, yeah. I don't understand why you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting calls like regularly. I did degree. I did not know that. Regularly. When are you coming home? And after. And over, like, it wore me down, and I ended up coming back. Oh, yeah. no. It was... I was both happy and sad when you moved back, because I was happy because I had to move back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it helped that you moved back, so I was like, okay. Yeah, but okay. I moved back, 
And then when you were, but I was sad because I was like, why can't you go to school out there? They've right. got perfectly fine schools out right. there just like they do. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. And I don't think I would have continued to work at Disney even if I had lived there. Um, but I know discounts. I, I know discounts. Oh, okay. gosh. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Maybe like part time, but I don't think like as a full time career, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But I mean, if I could be Imagineer. I, an Imagineer. What? what? <laughs> yeah. I got ideas. <laughs> I'm gonna call them up for you. <laughs> but I think I could have easily just finished school out there, and I probably could have finished with an English degree. Just went ahead and just yeah. gotten it over with. But because I had all these right like external. voices in my head, yeah, and that's it made that's it thing, difficult though, to do it. Yeah. Like other people in your head, yeah. Even when they're not around, you're still thinking about what these people are telling you. Yes, because okay, so I went to school for creative writing, and I still wanted to write even after. Well, yeah, when I was in school, after I moved back to Florida, I got writing jobs. But because I wasn't making the money fast enough, then it was like, okay, so when are you getting a better paying job? When are you... When are you getting a real job? Right. That's oh, what you're trying yeah. to ask. Yeah. When you get, get a real, a real job. job. So I'm like, y'all encouraged me all this time to write and, and be creative and do this. And right. so now I'm in the field, but now it's not good enough. So this is what uh, I've had to deal with. Yeah. This, that's actually what I'm still dealing with as an adult. Right. <laughs> Who right. pays her own bills and rent. I still deal with this. Excellent. And I try to communicate this with them, but it's like, it's like, we're your parents. Like, we know. Oh, wow. We live through this. Well, what's and, crazy to me is people feel like, well, as long as you're making ends meet, then you're, you're successful. And that's one definition. But for me, that's not good enough. Not for me. I don't want to just make my ends meet. I don't want to just be surviving, especially if I'm doing it, doing something that drains me every single day. Right. Like, I, th- that to me is not successful. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could say, oh, you're not being grateful for your situation, or, or to say, oh, there's plenty of people who'd be more than happy to have your job, but like, still, that's not good enough for me. So, what's it to say that I don't try for something try for something that might not oh, I can out. live so that I can actually start thriving and not just surviving and making ends meet. Yeah. Right. And that's real. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. And and when it comes to people working in creative fields, there's so much gray area there. Right. And a lot of people don't either don't realize it or don't want to believe that. And so you're doing just fine as a designer or an artist. You're you're still moving forward but because it's not at the speed or at the level right. that people... They don't understand. What, they don't see a rubric that they can check off and say, okay, you did right. this, you did this, you're doing this, and now you're making this amount of money. They only care whenever they can see your name on something. Exactly. And they, and they can point to that and say, oh, they must be making money. What did you learn today? What did you get from today's practice? What I got from today's practice is there is no set path. You define the life that you want to have and you go for the life that you want to have and you build it. Your foundation yourself. I don't know what that is. Right. Right. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I feel that. Yeah. I feel it. I just also feel like it would be really nice if I did have a role model. But I do know that we had a mutual friend of ours tell, tell me one day, like, you cannot be a trailblazer and then be mad about having to make that trail. That's true. Like, you can't. That's true. What'd you get out of practice today? I got out of practice that, um, Come on, Claire. Come on, Claire. <laughs> that it was hard. Yes. 
no matter what what you decide to do, even if what you have decided is you haven't made a decision yet. So I, I'm just, I, I think I think that you can create your own path and you can decide that you don't want one and you just go with whatever moves you. And I got to learn to be comfortable with that because that's very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best thing. That's the takeaway from me. Yeah, is uh, yeah, learning to be cool without defying boxes to check. Yeah, like. Yeah, I'm sure there's some simple steps of what you can do to achieve what you want to achieve, but also don't be locked in and cemented in that. Right. There's other ways, more than one way to, to get there and be cool, enjoy the ride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so from what you said, don't worry about there not being, I guess, a certain person who's out there already doing what you're doing and who can be a role model. Yeah. Because you can always take pieces of what other right. people are doing.